Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast. Let's chat about death. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's so funny about that. Lots of people want to hear about death because they're fascinated. I want to thank you all for joining us wherever you are at the moment or whatever capacity that you're in. Thank you so much. Today's topic is going to be on does a funeral have to be a somber event? Or do you have to have a formal service? Interesting. Very interesting indeed. But hopefully we'll be able to shed some light with all of that. And the way, the way that we can do that is by sharing our own experiences. So when it comes to a funeral, it all comes down to what was that person like? The person that's passed away, were they funny? Were they black and white? Were they out there? What, what was their personality like? So when we tend to arrange a funeral, they're the questions that we're going to ask because then we can create a funeral that is going to suit that person. Obviously, when it comes to funerals, a lot of people do say that funerals are for the living, not for the deceased. And I can see one side of that would be correct, but on the other side is too, is it celebrating that person that has passed away? If not, why are we doing it? Does that make sense? I hope it does. So when it comes to our funerals, and I can only say it about ours or in the years that I've been doing it, is when we talk about celebrating someone's life, what were they like? What personality did they have? What did they enjoy? What music did they love? You know, were, were they into footy? You know, rugby or union or, or AFL? What were they physically into? What can we bring into that funeral service in that hour that we've got? What can we bring into that that's going to be able to help all of us have some information by the end of it, learn something from that person? So funerals don't have to be somber, firstly. I, 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 think, I think the years are gone in regards to, um, you know, uh, what are classes morbid funerals? And um, I think now more and more people are coming out of the traditional black and uh, wearing colour. Wow. Uh, yeah, they are. They are wearing colour now. And um, and that's that's fantastic. You know, and the other thing is too is... You know, a lot more people are starting to wear more casual type clothing rather than formal clothing. Now, I'm still a believer that, you know, it, it's like a wedding where you dress up and, and you do the best you can for that person. And um, that's all fine too. Um, but I think it all comes down to the family. You know, what was that person like? Would they want you to be dressed up formally or would they want you to be wearing a certain colour? Maybe... Maybe that person loved purple or pink or blue or, um, you know, maybe you had to wear thongs. Uh, and for those that aren't in Australia, uh, thongs in Australia means like uh, their shoes or footwear. Um, I know in some countries it means 
undergarments. Um, so, uh, yes, we're, we're dealing about the shoes, the thongs uh, that Australians wear. Or, you know, or um, slip-ons or something like that. You know, what, whatever that person was like. Um, do you have to have a formal service? No, you don't. Um, you can have it practically anywhere that you want it. It can be as informal. It can be, you know, some people aren't even doing eulogies for people anymore. They're having more of a, uh, like a wake situation where they'll just sit around and they'll just they'll just chew the fat. They'll talk about the person. Well, that's a eulogy in its own, but you know, just in a in a very relaxed environment. Our services we try to like we said before is personalizing that funeral service to suit them. To suit the family, suit suit the person that's passed away. So there's no point putting this pompous ceremony on if that person wouldn't have liked that. You know, uh, what I try to do when I um, are a celebrant on funerals is I want people to walk away from that funeral feeling as though that they've learnt something but also that they've been a part of it. I know there's a lot of people that have been to funerals where you're not sure what you should be doing. You, you feel like a fish out of water. You just, you're not, yeah, you, you, you turn up and you think, oh, I'll just sit in the corner and, and, I'll, and I won't say anything and I won't do anything and then at the end I'll just walk away and, you know, um, or I won't go to the wake because, you know, that's family time. No, it's, they wouldn't have invited you or they wouldn't have advertised you to come to the funeral if they didn't want you to be there. So you can have a service that's like even with the church, you know, you might have a formal mass or formal prayer service, you know, where everything's rigid um, or have a structure. That's probably the better word than rigid. Um, or you can have it as laid back as you want. You know, there's no, there's no right or wrong with it. Um, and that's, I guess, where we come into as funeral directors is guiding you through that, choosing a celebrant or a minister that's going to be able to help you through that. Or you might even decide that you just want a family person to do the service, be the MC on the day. So I think you just got to look at how everything's all broken, broken up. You know, uh, are you going to give someone the job to sort through the photos and you know, do a, a photo uh, presentation or you're going to get someone that's going to look after the music, you know, and have music that suits the person that's passed away. So if they were into hard rock or they were into techno or they were into easy beat or whatever it is, then have it. You know, we've even had Monty Python always look uh, on the bright side of life and that the, the people came alive. People came... That sounds a bit weird... People, um, wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but people, you know, they, they, they roared with laughter because it was unique to the person that passed away. And like we said before, being a celebrant and I want people to walk out and, and be either laughing, crying, um, you know, whatever that is for them. And I want them to feel as though that they were the only person in that room in that chapel or in that church, that they that they felt as though that they they were there, they were connected. And that's how we uh, have the reputation that we do as funeral directors is providing that service to our families and actually caring. That's that's very important. Um, 
The other thing that used to be, and we'll probably talk more in other podcasts, it's about old traditions. Now, um, on our TikTok, we placed up at one point a, uh, a TikTok on the old old school photos. Um, now, when I say old school photos, they tended to be the, the black and white photos where people that had lost a loved one and particularly babies or children were where they were getting a photographer in to take photos. Now, that was the only time, basically, that people would have photos is if someone passed away. Now, I'm not saying that all families did it, but they would line all the family up, they'd they'd set this uh, deceased baby or deceased child or even adult, they'd sit in there, get it all family in. And back in those days, no one smiled. That wasn't a thing that you did. Um, and it was it was quite, uh, I don't know, it's, it, it was, I, I love seeing those photos, but it was quite eerie as well. So if you ever want to look up, look on YouTube or whatever, look up at... Um, uh, photos of of deceased or photos of uh, or old school photos of deceased um, and just see what it comes up um, or when I say YouTube uh, uh, you know Google or something else like that I'm sure there's um, YouTube things out there in regards to, to death as well um, but yeah have a look and or go on to our TikTok under Brember Family Funerals and and look through those you'll, you'll see it Um there's a lot of non-believers out there. They believe, oh, no, no, that didn't exist. And I said, well, you know, back in those days, they didn't just take photos. It wasn't, it wasn't a common thing, um, you know, unless there was, there was a rhyme or reason or they had a lot of money to do it, um, which is very different, as you can appreciate, to today because, um, you know, everyone's got a phone, everyone's got a, a laptop, everyone's got this, everyone's got that, you know, normal, like we, we have the technology um, and in one way it's probably, uh, we've probably gone a little bit overkill with a lot of stuff because, you know, we're now taking photos of our lunch and our breakfast and our dinner and, oh, look, there's a sun, we'll take a photo of that, we're doing this, we're doing that. And I'm the first to say that that I've done it. Well, I, I still do it. Um, but, yeah, the, in the old school you know, the old traditions of that, that was very important. The other thing used to be where, and some some uh, cultures still do it, where they'll wear traditional clothing. Um, where all the old, uh, even the Greeks and the Italians used to wear black, full black. Uh, there was no colour and they would wear like a black veil. Now, that was a, a sign of mourning, but it was also in some areas, was to fend off demons, fend off evil spirits, evil souls that may, because you're vulnerable, tends to, you know, the, these um, entities were attracted to that, attracted to sadness, attracted to um, grief, all of that. I don't know if that's... if. You know, how many people were actually, you know, uh, involved in that whole process or if it did affect anyone, I'm not sure because it wasn't back in those days too as if you spoke, you know, that you, you were feeling weird then they'd lock you up. They'd put you in an institution and they'd lock you up forever. You'd, you'd never come out. Um, so that, that – and, and even today, you know, wearing black for a lot of cultures is still there too. 
um, which is fine because that's their sign. Um, the other thing was the um, uh, the the old we we still do it is the is the funeral director or conductor walking the hearse off. Now that used to be back in the day of when. Normally you'd have a church service and then you'd walk the hearse off, so be it if it's a vehicle or a horse and cart or whatever it was back then, and the funeral director and minister would walk in the grounds uh, of the church or, or the cemetery there and look out for where the hole was um, because they don't have the grand entrances that we have now or, you know, the big green mats that cover the, uh, the pile of dirt or... You know, they don't have another staff member or someone there, you know, uh, directing people in. It was one of those things. So we do it now as a sign of respect. You know, we bow when we see the coffin. We bow at the back of the hearse. We, you know, and we're very dignified and respecting that person. So for us, walking a hearse off um, gives that respect. But that is a tradition that that's, you know... Uh, all around the world. Um, I mean, even when it comes to the English, uh, you know, they're still wearing top hats and and the um, the tail jackets and the the cane, um, or they have what they call conductor pants, which are pretty much just like uh, chef pants, but they're with lines rather than dots. Um, you know, there is still some funeral directors around where we are that still have that. Uh, I think now for in Australia, it's pretty outdated. Um, our colour that we have, obviously we wear black, but um, we have like fluoro orange. Um, and the feedback that we get from that is, is, is amazing. People love to see colour now. Um, out of the old, you know, black, black suit, white shirt, uh, black tie, you know, always looking sombre, all that type of stuff. That's that's now gone. Um, and uh, so I guess, you know, the heaps and heaps of traditions um, out there, you know, the, uh, you know, some cultures, you know, won't leave their deceased alone because they feel, you know, until that person is laid to rest, um that they, that they have to remain to keep that person safe. In some religions too, um, that, you know, when it comes to where they hold the service, the service must not have see-through windows. They must be um, frosted or solid walls because uh, they believe that if the deceased sees themselves or the soul sees itself in there, that they're contained to this earth. They're not able to to move on to the next realm. They're not able to, say, reincarnate in whatever they believe in. So there's so much. There's so much out there. And we'll probably have another podcast in regards to other, other countries. Um, there is such a thing as um, the Tibetan vulture burial, um, but also when it comes to some of the Chinese sides of things over in China, um, and there's others that we'll be bringing up as well. Um, so stay tuned for that for that episode. Um, what else can we say about um, you know funerals? They're they're so oh, 
it's just so much involved in in the process of it. Um, but like we said, it we it doesn't need to be somber, uh, and I think that's something that you you know as we move forward and as the younger generation comes up, it'll become more and more really like a party uh, rather than a, a religious. And I think the religious side, um, I mean, it's had its, it's had its purpose in the day, but I don't think now that there's a lot of uh, religious services, especially, you know, around area, in our area, we're not getting a lot like that. Um, there's probably 80% of funerals now are cremations over burial. Whereas 15, 20 years ago, I could say there was more burials than cremations because cremation, even though it was around for a long, long time, some religions weren't allowing cremation. And that's still the case. That's still the case, uh, especially when it comes to uh, the Orthodox, Greek Orthodox and things like that. They have a very strong opinion about that. Um, But saying that, we've done Greek Orthodox funerals and done a cremation. So... I think it all just comes down to the family but uh, or how connected you are with the church. So I hope that's given a little bit of an insight about uh, funerals uh, and what you, you know, that it isn't a sombre thing. I mean, look, you can certainly have certainly have a sombre funeral if you wish or you can, or, you know, you can have the full... The full fanfare. You can, you can do all of that if you wish. You know, um, you know, you can do the church services and um, listen to the chanting. Which I don't know if you've ever been in a church when the chanting has taken place. It's actually very. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just even hearing this brings shivers up my spine. Um, it's a very. Uh, very unique thing especially with the with the ceilings in a lot of the churches and the chanting or chanting you know when they all get together they're all in harmony with each other um it's just yeah it's just beautiful um yeah uh, it's just yeah it's amazing absolutely amazing so you can do so much more um on funerals than you know 30, 40, 50 years ago. Um, they were very structured back in those days. So, all right. Well, look, I hope that has given, like we said, given you some insight of, um, you know, how funerals have changed and and do they have to be a sombre event? No. Um, you know, do they have to be a formal event? No, they don't. You can, with our, with our help or through whoever who's arranging your funeral or your family member's funeral, They'll guide you through the process and what it is. And if you have a suggestion, put it to them. You know, anything's possible. The only thing that can delay is depending on your council or where you are. Like you can't have funerals in a lot of open public areas um, because of other people and I guess with the respect for them and the privacy and bits and pieces. But then there's so many other areas that you can. You can have that. Um, so it's just asking the question. Um, all right. Well, we'll love and leave you all now. And, um, thank you very much for joining us. I know it's only a 20 minute, uh, podcast, but you know, you might have to, uh, go and make some dinner or put the kettle on or go to work or 
whatever. Whatever you're up to, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or night. And uh, thank you for joining us once again. And, um, yeah. And we'll see you and hear you or you'll hear me or someone else at our next podcast. Bye for now.